In a dark and misty house where no Christian man has been, wicked Annabella mixes a brew that no one's ever seen. Relatives have passed her by, too scared to even say hello. She's in perpetual midnight. She shuts out the day and goes about her sinful ways. Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, Today, continuing where we left off yesterday with the haunting soundscape that was Revolution 9, I thought we would um, do an actual song for Halloween. Maybe the darkest tune in the Kinks catalog? It's a dark one. Wicked Annabella, released November 22nd, 1968 on the Village Green Preservation Society album. It was uh, song six of side two, so buried third track from the end on what is an otherwise happy album filled with light, optimistic songs and and catchy melodies and uh, a, a very happy production. And then there's this one. Uh, Ray said he wanted to get one to sound as horrible as it could. And it's hard to imagine this one sounding any worse. But that said, one of my favorite tracks on the album. I love this song. Uh, It's a rare occurrence of Dave singing leads uh, on a song that Ray wrote. Happened from time to time, but, you know, Ray sang most of his own leads. And what's cool about this vocal delivery, if you were to tell me that Mark Bolin from T-Rex based his entire stage persona, his entire recording career off of this song, I'd believe you. Uh, The guitar tone, the vibe of the song, the vocal delivery in particular, this is Dave Davies just handing T-Rex his entire career on a platter. It's very haunting. It's spooky. And at first I thought, well, this is going to be like a five-minute episode because it wasn't a single, um, so there's nothing to talk about there. And I didn't think it was that complicated of a song. So what am I going to talk about music theory-wise? And then, you know, I did my due diligence, as I want to do on this show, and I realized there's more here than meets the eye. And what caught me first was that this song, which is very um, dark, and mysterious and ominous and has this real dissonance throughout the entire song doesn't have a single minor chord in it. And typically when you're composing a song that you want to sound um, like this is, you know, about witchcraft or in whatever you want to use some minor chords and some diminished chords and all that, this is nothing but major chords. So then I had to dig a little deeper. Like, why does this sound the way it does if it's all major? So we got the old guitar out. So it starts on a, a G sharp, like no good rock song ever does. Uh, starts on G sharp. That sounds nice. Then it goes down a whole step to F sharp. And then goes down a half step to E. I'm sorry, a whole step. So we're going down two whole steps, G sharp, F sharp, E. That is, um, if if we reversed it, it's one, two, three of the E major scale. E, F sharp, G. So right there we have major movement. So where does this major movement come from? Now obviously it's we're not in the key of E just because it's going three, two, one. 
um, because in the key of E, it would be G sharp minor to F sharp minor to E major. So he's borrowing these chords. It's it's pretty much absent of any real tonality here. Um, but it's major triads uh, descending in major seconds along the path of an E major scale, right? G sharp, F sharp, E. But then you listen to the guitar riff, and so where the bass is descending, the guitar riff ascends. They start on the same note. They start on the root G sharp. Then the guitar on the next chord goes up a major second, which is the third of F sharp, A sharp. And then he goes up a minor second to B, which is the five of E. So he goes from playing root of the first chord, third of the second chord, fifth of the third chord. I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers out. Uh, that maybe doesn't make a ton of sense. But he's going root, third, fifth. So you have, in that case, if we're starting on the G sharp, you have the three, three first tones of a G sharp minor scale. So the bass is descending down an E major scale while the guitar is ascending up a G sharp minor scale. And I'm kind of simplifying it. it, it I, there's more music theory stuff that I'm sure people that know music theory are being like, oh, no, they're doing this. I'm just simplifying it. This is basically, this is the gist of what we've got here. All right. Uh, if we're looking at just the three tones that the bass is playing versus the three tones that the guitar is playing, we are descending major, ascending minor. All right. So what you end up having is this. Uh, and that creates a dissonance, even though they're all chord tones. There's He's not playing uh, a minor third over a major chord or anything like that. These are all chord tones. It's the root of one chord, the third of the next chord, the fifth of the next chord. These are all basic chords. Um, but this contrary motion, the tone of the guitar helps. It's that really nasty, uh, distorted guitar tone that sounds amazing on this record. But even just playing it on an acoustic guitar with no effects at all. That, that lick right there. I mean, that's, that's, that's got a haunt to it, even though it's all major chords. So that's really cool. So they do that twice. And then um, for the second half of the verse, the Wicked Annabella mixes a brew. Um, he kind of treats that as a bridge where they're just going from an A chord to an E chord. And then they jump up to the G sharp. And that's it. That's the whole song. Uh, the bridge, I, I've seen her hair, I've seen her face, look towards mine. That's just an A.
goes to E to D to A. So part of it, the dissonance comes from um, how they need to jump to that G sharp major chord. But I mean, it's kind of cool. It's very cool. If you ask me, and it would go against as a songwriter, it would go against every instinct I had when it came to writing a spooky song. And uh, I probably wouldn't have it be guitar based. It would probably be like a Hammond organ with a slow uh, Leslie speaker going and, you know, very atmospheric and all that kind of stuff. But here we are, major key. And these same chords, you know, uh, arranged a little bit differently as far as the musical arrangement goes. All of a sudden, we got a happy little folk song. There's not much to the melody. Uh, right? That's just, he's just moving along with the chords there. That sounds almost happy, but it's it's on the delivery. And for Ray to have written this song and then think, I'm going to make it as horrible sounding as it could of all the songs to choose from, that also shows uh, his understanding at that time, even 1968, which is you know only four years into the recording studio experience, uh, his understanding of how to use the studio, how to use his band, how to arrange a song. It's got some cool drum work, as always. Got some very cool bass work. You could tell um, they were having fun recording this. Uh, I, I don't quite get the... Um, Peter Quaife, the bass player, says that he was playing a Bach bass line. I don't know if he meant in the style of Bach or a specific bass line from Bach, but it's cool that they were thinking of that. I mean, it does kind of have a Baroque sound, but I don't know if he's actually directly quoting anything. And then it's all driven by that drum line, um, as Mick Avery always does. He delivers a solid performance. This one is not um, super flashy. Like he can get on some of the more up tempo songs, but I mean it is right in the right in the pocket from the very open. It opens with the drum groove, and it's just going from start to finish. And then I think what really makes this song creepy comes at the end, comes on the fade out. They're vamping on an E chord. They're just making noise. They're just hitting guitars. The drums are going. They're just making noise it's not even musical at this point but underneath that e major chord you hear one of them i don't i can't tell if it's ray or dave um doing that that little bit right there i think is uh it really settles it you know if if there was any doubt that this is supposed to be a spooky sounding song that doubt is out the window when they get to that part of the tune it's very cool I like when bands introduce new material, you know, in the last seven seconds of a song or whatever. Both these bands, the Kinks and the Beatles, both like to do that, where they'll just do a whole, they'll add a hook during the fade out that it was like, well, you could have used that in the chorus this whole time, but, you know, you just threw it away on the fade out because you have so many good ideas. Um, so that's that. So uh, if you're putting together a playlist for, the trick-or-treaters tonight 
do Revolution 9 from last night, do Wicked Annabella from today's show, and uh, I think you got a nice little playlist there. As always, swing by iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. We've got some ratings as of the time of this recording. All five stars. I thank you very much. Uh, But if you could leave a review, that helps us chart higher. And if we chart higher, um, more people will find us. And the more people that find us, the more of these we can do. Um, Also, make sure you're subscribed. If you would like to leave me a voicemail to talk about a song we've already talked about or to discuss a future song, go ahead and call me, 925-494-1739. And uh, if, you're playing, if you're talking about a future song, I will actually save those recordings until I cover that uh, in a future episode, and then we'll play them at the end. And you can also swing by herohabit.com to stay up to date on everything regarding this podcast and some of the other kinks and Beatles-related material that I write. And I think that's it. Is there anything else? Follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hero Habit. Share this with your friends. And I guess that's it. Happy Halloween. Um, Have a great time tonight. Stay safe. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.